The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale. Holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Hi there, and welcome to Mind Body Pause Holistic Living for You and Your Animals. This is show number 52 clearing trauma from our animals with Ginny Jablonski about healing trauma and PTSD through energy work. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate dog and cat mom, broadcaster, and Reiki master and practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Paws. I do Reiki and intuitive counseling for people or animals all over the world because energy transcends space and time. And we can do it over Zoom or Skype or the phone. It's your choice. But check out my website to find out more at charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. And I want to thank my sponsor, Purium, Pure Premium Organic Plant-Based Superfood Supplements, because of the incredible quality and help of their products. Now, I use Biomedic to help boost my immunity and pull glyphosate out of my system. It's an amazing probiotic. But the reason I was even turned on to Purium was because of their product for dogs called Epigenius for Dogs. It does the same for them. It's a probiotic. It pulls glyphosate out of their systems, and it has quality joint supplements in it. And that is why I became a team member, and I made them my sponsor. Go to iShopPurium.com, put in my code, get a 25% discount. My code is MindBodyPause. So it's iShopPurium.com with the discount code MindBodyPause. This is your safe place to honor animals where we'll nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, and energetically. My guest is an animal communicator, equine medicine facilitator, inspirational speaker, and opioid crisis advocate. After having a near-death experience, she was pretty shocked when she found out she could telepathically communicate with plants and animals. She was a retired international private security agent, so that was not her background, but it did launch her into a deep and profound journey of spiritual education and physical healing, which allowed her to overcome abuse, PTSD, and the effects of Lyme disease. Now she focuses on sharing the tools that she successfully used to overcome the debilitating effects of trauma for both people and animals. For a second show, welcome back from Prescott, Arizona, Ginny Jablonski. Thank you, Charlie. I'm really excited to do another show. I'm so glad you stuck around. Thank you so much. The last show, I mean, went so fast, and we kind of covered your background briefly and how to help 
clear the energy from ourselves and from animals right now that's that's so heavy and negative and pervasive in the atmosphere just from all the events going on and we're we're still in the middle of the pandemic this is july of 2020 as we record this and you still have so many violent outbreaks going on which is so sad when you have peaceful protests and then they get bombarded with the violence. So there's a lot of negativity in the environment that we collect on our energy fields. And when we are uh, you know, feeling the, the effects of the environment, our animals do too. So we talked about helping clear that. Something even deeper is animals who've been through trauma. Well, people too. My gosh, we all go through trauma. But Ginny, with all the different levels and different modalities you've studied, you've really come across some wonderful things to help animals get through trauma. <clears throat> I, I feel one of the most profound ways that we can help an animal begin its healing journey. And, and in many ways, this has untold positive effects is by just having an animal communication session with them, no matter what animal communicator you use, no matter what, how traditional they are. <clears throat> um, you know, finding someone, <clears throat> to, pardon me, to connect with and honor your animal um, really makes a big difference. It makes an impact on them. They feel heard. You as a person, if someone witnesses your pain or suffering, does it not make you feel better? Absolutely. And with the animals, it makes an incredible impact. Just being heard. And not only that, being able to share their truth, to speak their truth, to to talk about where their body hurts, where you might not have been able to observe it from their physical behavior, uh, to talk about um, what in the environment, whether outside or inside the home might be affecting them. As I had um, a little dog share with me the other day, I'm being affected by a toxin and it and it's really hurting me. And we went through the food and the environment and the pesticides and the carpet shampoo and every, and the woman was, you know, very holistic, but eventually she got to the recipe that she found on the internet for the natural toothpaste that she made for the dog, which included peppermint essential oils. And we identified that the peppermint is toxic for dogs. Wow. And there's a long list of essential oils and plants that are toxic for dogs. But if you Google, are essential oils good for pets? You know, six out of every 10 sites you go to say essential oils are great, use them, including veterinary. But there's no uh, caution. There's no warning for oh, those. Gosh. Yeah. So um, and and there are many things that every animal is unique. There are many things that they can share that just being able to speak their truth makes such a, a powerful difference. And a lot of times when I speak with people, they talk about experiencing wonderful shifts in personality, behavior, um, emotional level, energy level, all of it, just from having one conversation. Now with a traumatized animal, it is rare that we can resolve a lot, let alone everything, in one session. Oh, certainly. Sure. No, um, 
there are certainly steps to that, but it sounds like the first step is listening. Yes. I feel that putting aside the human perception of the event or what happened is absolutely necessary. And in generally speaking, in traditional animal communication, that is not always done. Uh, what I do is I hold a space, a neutral space for the animal to step forward and say anything that they wish to say. I do not start out with a list of questions from the owner. Why are you doing this? Why are you exhibiting this behavior? Why do you not like my new boyfriend? (laughs) Right. Because he's a jerk. Get rid of him. Animals know best. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And, and I find that, <clears throat> excuse me, in holding, I feel like your dog wants to talk. I can't, I, can't, I almost can't complete my sentences. I, I, I feel like your dog has something to say. And I'm sorry, I know we have a very limited time. But oh, me? Think, oh, you, Sasha's breaking in? Oh. I think so. Yeah, I'm having a hard time just communicating. So let's no, see. If and the, want, the, that would be great. Okay. Yeah. She wants to step forward to honor you and the work that you are doing and to honor me and all of the guests that you have had and all of the guests that you will ever have to share how excited that animals are, that there are more and more people doing this work. And she wanted to take that moment to celebrate us. And you can tell that my voice is now a lot better. (laughs) And she was able to speak her truth. Um, I think there might be one more thing, though. Let's see. She says that she feels better uh, since the last time we spoke. So, Charlie, would that be your experience that since we spoke a few weeks ago that you've uh, had some demonstrable shift in her energy or? Now I can't talk. I'm in tears. That was so so beautiful. And I appreciate it so much. (laughs) She's fine. I love her so much. Do you want me to give you time or? (laughs) No, that was just so unexpected and so beautiful. Um, (laughs) um, Yes. So to give uh, a little background on my German shepherd, I was talking to you on the phone about the show just a couple weeks ago. We wanted to touch base. We were just going to do a quick, quick, quick touch base call um, about you doing the show and she popped in then and you said, you know, I, I'm getting a message from your dog. Do you have one or two? I feel like you have two, but I'm getting it from one. And yep, it was the big one, the German Shepherd. And to make a long story short, um, she's uh, she has mobility issues, elbow dysplasia, lower back problem. She's on uh, in a brace. She's in a um, um a harness to help get in and out of the vehicle. And so we don't get to go very on very many walks or to the beach or the dog park anymore. And I would see her run in her sleep, but she was very depressed and I knew it. And in, if we went to the dog park, she was depressed because she couldn't chase the dogs anymore and run with them. So you talk to her and bring up, if you can remember, bring up the wonderful things you found out. 
Well, I apologize, but I don't remember. Oh, it's okay then. Oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, go ahead. That makes sense. Basically, um, you asked her if she runs in her sleep. She says all the time, and I see her doing it. And uh, she said, but it's lonely. And so then the Council of Dogs, dog spirit, this the the spirit essence of dogs came through and said to you, we will run with her. And this chokes me up, too, because it's so beautiful what animals offer us that we don't even appreciate and realize. And they said, we will run with her. And so she's been in much better spirits, much better mood. She doesn't pout all the time now or cry or paw at me all the time. We do go to the dog park um, a little bit. We just and she she takes it easy. She doesn't try to push herself anymore and run and hurt like she used to. She used to push herself every time. Now when we go, she stands and watches and enjoys and is happy to be there, but she doesn't push herself to run. And she's in a much better mood in general. And I, I can tell the dog spirit, dog counsel, whatever you want to call the essence of dog comes and runs with her in her dreams. And it's a beautiful thing. That's wonderful. I do. Rem- I remember it now. And I remember that. <clears throat> and this is something that I do with a lot of animals is help them reconnect to their spirit family, help them remember that they can uh, astral travel, they can uh, telepathically connect, that they can um, call forward uh, medicine animals or wisdom animals or even family members for that matter, or, or other companions that they have had that have passed away where there's a lot of sadness or grief. And so I'm so glad that you found that to be very helpful. And that made me cry as well. That's a very profound shift. And I do remember her talking about wanting to go fast and flying and that she she really missed being young and strong and being able to just fly. And I saw the vision of her with wings, as I recall now. And so being able to experience that in her spirit in her, what some people will call the original spirit or um, higher self, etc., bleeds through in our dream time. We can experience that in our dream time and animals have that available to them as well. And a lot of traditional animal communication doesn't even begin to go into this realm of, um, you know, esoteric understanding of uh, animals as sentient beings in a very similar way to to humans, in fact. Right. And there's a case right there. There's an example right there of how you helped heal some trauma she's been dealing with. And by listening and probing in the right way and understanding the communication and then getting it from the different sources, not, you know, just from her, but but from the spirit animals as well. Absolutely. And and that's a big, I wouldn't say it's a big part um, because healing trauma in this life is so important, but it, it is a big part of the work that I do because I'm able to to communicate with animals that have passed over. I'm able to communicate with guides um, and mentors for animals, et cetera. And, and I feel like one of the things that's really missing in the conversation about animals and wellness and wholeness and um, holistic uh, perspective of animals as sentient beings is that 
animal communication is more than just asking questions or remote viewing uh, their thoughts. It is using all of our eight senses, all of our skills and abilities. And for many of us um, who may have or be predisposed to a certain system of belief, we are limited in the in the manner in which we're able to help animals because we put ourselves in a box. And I was lucky in that I had a near-death experience and it completely wiped the slate clean for me. I came back with a knowing that there was always more than what was being taught. And because of that, I have been able to help a lot of animals that others have not been able to, to help. And I'm really pleased, really pleased to get this type of feedback from clients. It is amazing what we go through to send us on the path we were meant to be on all along. And and I never would have known. I, I never would have known. I would have, I would have died believing in Newtonian physics. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what are some other things that uh, you want to do when you have a traumatized animal? Well, um, we, we need to look at their energy field. We need to determine what's going on in their energy field. Are they able to manage their own energy? Are they taking on the energy of others? Is it another animal or is it a person in the home or when they're at the dog park or is it um, previous abuse uh, in, you know, imprints in the, uh, what the shaman call luminous energy field, etc. Um, it's really important to know if there are blocks in the energy field, if the energy is not flowing, if they're not able to ground, if they're not getting enough exercise, um, if belief systems that they've taken on from the humans are affecting them. I spoke with a horse once in Texas, a woman who was an NFR rodeo champion, cutting horse champion, and uh, she wanted me to talk to her horse. And I, I saw his eyes, like you could see the whites of his eyes. He was looking at me and I thought, oh my gosh, is there something scary behind me? So in my in my vision, I turned around to look behind me to find out, you know, why he was looking at me with such suspicion and almost fear. And I said, I think he doesn't trust me. And he said, that's right, lady. I don't believe in animal communication. And, <laughs> and he said, he said, the reason I said I needed an hour appointment with you and not 30 minutes, and we don't have time to go into all of that, but it was hysterical that he requested an hour all by himself. He, there couldn't be anybody else involved in the session. He said, he said, and I quote you, because it's going to take you 30 minutes to convince me this animal communication stuff is real. <laughs> I, I dropped the phone and screamed and howled laughing. And and this was a Texan woman, and, you know, who really, she maybe didn't necessarily believe in it, but really desperately wanted her animal to be helped. You know what I mean? Right. So she was giving me, you know, the benefit of the doubt. And if I could help my animal, great, you know. Um, but it turned out that he had been in a barn where the trainer or barn manager just couldn't say anything nice about animal communicators and wow. had very negative opinions. And that's how he felt. And unfortunately, with respect to the way they're treated, the way they're taken away from their mothers too young, the way they're talked about as being too short or not good enough. And they'll OK, so we're going to neuter them or geld them because we don't want them to have babies because I have a, a horse who's traumatized because he believes he's too short. 
And the woman that owns him loves him because she's really short and he's the perfect size for her. But he has this complex that he's too short because the breeder said that, you know, um, there are you know, so many ways horrible in which, that we yeah. do that to each other. And then it turns out we do that to animals as well. Look, I've I have videos in my possession that people send me that are videos of trainers sitting on horses saying, I hate this horse. This horse is so stupid. This horse is going to end up in a kill pen. I mean, the we are so self-centered and so obnoxious. Human beings have no sense of respect or regard for their own self as a sentient being, as an energetic being. Why in the world would we want to uh, accept animals in that way? And not only that. If we had to recognize that animals were traumatized by us, we would have to take accountability and responsibility for the damage that we have done to animals <laughs> in, in their domestication. Right. And it's just not true. I love all these beautiful sort of non-duality messages about how animals are all wise and never get upset and never get traumatized. But that from like, let's say a Taoist perspective, that's the original spirit. That's not the personality. From the Hindu perspective, that's not, that's the Atman. That's the incorruptible self, the spirit, the essence. It's not, um, the personality that has been affected by the phenomena, the trauma, the drama, the narcissism, the anger, the, the abuse of humanity. And just as we have an incorruptible spirit, just as we have an original divine spirit that we can draw from and sometimes connect to, so do animals. But some of us can't connect to that original spirit and some animals can't as well because we are traumatized. And if people don't recognize that, don't realize how deeply traumatized some of these animals are, you know, they just return them to the animal shelter because they're not acting like a real dog or they're not acting like the dog they had before this dog. And I have um, so many clients, animal uh, clients who are psychotherapists, therapists, social workers, doctors, priests, uh, ministers, you name it, because they know there's something more going on with the animal intuitively but they can't talk about it with their peers because medical science um, and accepted uh, animal behavior theory, et cetera, just doesn't value animal communication. Which is tragic. Which That's is why weird. you're here to, to help spread that word, that message. Well, I hope it, it reaches those that that are open to it. it it's because the changes, the effect that it has on the human being, the owners of the animals from an animal human session. I mean, I often get uh, messages from humans saying, my life is different now because of your conversation with my dog. Right. Now I'm not afraid. Now I, I saw, I recognized that I had a similar trauma to my animal and I was able to using your tools and your gifts do that same process for myself. And I feel totally different now. Absolutely. And something you said really struck me that sometimes an animal is so traumatized, they can't even connect to the animal consciousness, the collective animal wisdom of a species. From my 
Yes, from my perspective, that is very true. And I wow. know that there are people who would be very angry and disagree. But in some ways, I think that's a little bit of an, I, I hate to, I don't hate to say it. it. Some of us get to a certain part on our spiritual journey where we kind of feel like we know everything. And oh, gosh. it's a it's a bit of an egoic perspective where, you know, the written trauma doesn't exist. The spoon doesn't exist. You know, no. there really is no suffering. All you have to do is step out of it. Well, speaking from my 46 years of experience from being traumatized from being a from the child of physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, trauma over and over and over throughout my life and then having a career that was very traumatizing, I can say to you that in the first few years of my learning and and journeying and trying to heal myself. If somebody said to me, none of this is real, just step out of it. I I would have gone for a gun. I mean, just like, I would have felt so ashamed and so inadequate. And it's a very similar experience for animals. We need to get them, we need to support them and help them remember how to get themselves at least halfway there. And then they're able to begin managing their own energy. But it's not as a magical and absolute as some people would have us believe. No, it's not. Okay, so Jenny, <laughs> we're out of time again. So I'm going to keep you around for one more show because I want to get to horse medicine, how horses help heal us and how help you help heal them because that's another fascinating thing all on its own. I mean, horses are so, have such ancient wisdom coming out of their pores, it seems. So I want to find out from you why they're so special. All right. Sounds great. I'm talking with Ginny Jablonski, animal communicator and equine medicine facilitator at heartofthehorse.us. And you can find out more about her energy healing there, about her equine medicine retreats, all of that, heartofthehorse.us. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. I'm Charlie Kale. If you need some de-stressing and want to boost your immune system in the process, Email me about distant healing on Reiki on Zoom, Reiki on Zoom or Skype or over the phone for your animals or you anywhere in the world. Go to charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com, and you can find past shows there as well as on my page at Empower Radio. Thank you, Purium, for your pure, premium, organic, plant-based superfoods that boost your immunity and pull glyphosate out of your system for you and your dogs. Go to ishoppurium.com, put in my discount code for a 25% discount. Mind, body, pause is the code, and that helps support the show. Thank you, Brent Carey, the founder and CEO of Empower Radio. Thank you, Remy Smith in the studio in Detroit. Take care and remember that no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you're doing the best you can. They know it and they chose you anyway. And they love you for it. Mind Body Pause is a guilt-free zone. See you next time. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. 
Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.